Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, and today I have an interesting topic and a recent two-time Firebird Book Award-winning author to share with you. She is Tamika M. Murray, and her book is titled From Grunt Work to Light Work, A Homeowner's Guide to Attracting Buyers. Her previous winning book is titled Crying, Learning, and Laughing, Why Students Visit the Teen Center. Tamika, better known as Mika, was born in the urban seaside town of Atlantic City, New Jersey. Mika is a certified social worker, owner of Celestial Publishing, LLC, freelance writer, and an award-winning author. She graduated from Stockton University with a Bachelor of Arts in Literature and a Bachelor of Science in Social Work. Since then, her writing has appeared in over 50 online publications through ghostwriting. Mika has helped over 300 children and adolescents during her career as an adjunct English instructor and case manager. She currently resides in southern New Jersey with her boyfriend and three rambunctious kitties. I love that. I'm so looking forward to getting some free real estate selling tips. So welcome to the network, Tamika. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited as well. What are your rambunctious kitties doing right now? Well, I actually have one right next to me. She's taking her mid-morning bath, I guess you want to call it. Um, her name is Princess, and she's an all-black cat, but she's so sweet. She oh, really is. I love cats. I have, I think I'm nuts, but um, I've rescued 13 of them, so I have 13 cats. Wow. No, that's awesome. It is. That's amazing. It is awesome. I love every one of them, so I have one sleeping in a sleeping in a box right next to me. I have all these nice cuddly beds, but if there's a box, mm -hmm. you know, okay, we'll go with that, right? Oh, yeah. They love them. Absolutely. <laughs> well, anyway, my friend, congratulations on both book wins. Thank you so much. I was totally not expecting it. <laughs> so it came as a very wonderful surprise. Like when I saw the emails, I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, I won. <laughs> Well, both of them are a little unusual, crying, learning, and laughing Why students visit the teen center. That's a topic in a book that we really haven't seen before. And then your current one, The Homeowner's Guide to Attracting Buyers. So I think both the topics were a little bit intriguing as well. So let's talk about From Grunt Work to Light Work, A Homeowner's Guide to Attracting Buyers. It's an interesting blend of part memoir, part self-help. So before you give us a peek into the book, why did you decide to write it? I honestly don't know where the inspiration came from. I guess I was just sitting down one day and, you know, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed writing my, my first book and I was just trying to decide on what the next project was going to be. And I thought about, I, you know, I have this thing where I love watching shows, um, like HGTV <laughs> and any show that deals with, you know, refurbishing and selling houses, I absolutely adore them. And I thought back to when, you know, my mother, she unexpectedly passed away in 2016 and we co-owned a home together and, you know, losing, losing a parent like that unexpectedly, you know, was devastating. And there I was saddled with that house. And I realized that, that was a huge part of my life for quite a few years, you know, dealing with it, um, you know, trying to buy the house and fixing it up and then losing her and figuring out what I was going to do next with it. And I was like, you know, I can't be the only person who has gone through this. I mean, there's 
probably people who lose someone every day and, you know, they're saddled with the, you know, responsibility of what to do next. You know, are we going to stay? Are we going to go? Do I really need the property? So my, you know, desire to really want to help people, that's what I like to do with my writing. I always like to, you know, give people tips and tricks for improving on a, you know, certain situation. And I thought that that would be, you know, a really interesting topic to delve into because I didn't see any other books on the market that kind of, you know, combined law of attraction with um, real estate. (laughs) So I was like, hey, why not? Absolutely. And that's kind of what drew me to your book as well. My mom passed away in 2016, the same year as your mom. And oh, wow. yeah, okay. and I, and I had her property to sell and you know, it was the same questions like, all right, should we keep it? Do we rent it out? Just the stress of having to clean it out. And it was a mixed bag. You know, you didn't want to sell it in a way because that was a big memory that was going to be gone, but then, well, you, what were you going to do with it? So I understand fully what you went through and why you felt the need to write the book. I think it's extremely, extremely helpful. Let's talk about how the book is laid out and, and what folks might expect. Whenever I you know, come up with a new project to do, whether it's a blog post or even a book, I always do an outline. So when I was coming up with the outline for the book, I you know, tried to piece it together in a way that wouldn't overwhelm the reader, Um, but would be helpful. So I figured, you know, there really were two different things going on at once. Like I really was dealing with the hard aspect of fixing up the place, cleaning it up, decluttering and everything. But I was also taking time out of my day to do affirmations, visualizations, all of that. So that's really how, you know, I came up with the idea of breaking it down into, you know, entitling it grunt work and then as I like to refer to it as the light work you know the manifesting part Mm -hmm. so it's more than just the physical is what you're saying it's more than just you know taking out the old clothes and cleaning and dusting and painting so maybe talk about yeah talk about that other side because I don't think uh, that is something that many people consider Okay. Well, you know, getting into the whole light work or the the law of attraction part of it, um, I felt for me personally, you know, whenever I choose to do something, I always like to think about how the law of attraction can work because for me personally, I think that it works for us every day. We're just not aware of it. (laughs) And I firmly believe that our thoughts and our actions and even the words that we speak have a profound impact on, you know, what we end up attracting into our lives. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, certain things that we say or do is going to necessarily attract negative things into our lives. However, I will say that, you know, when I was, I'll use this as an example, when I was going through my grief, and I I think anybody can attest to this, you tend to feel, or at least I did, I went through a period where I felt just very low, you know, very hopeless or very lost. And that, that to me, it, it started attracting more of what I was putting out there, meaning, you know, on the days where everything seemed very bleak and very gray, 
um, you know, things would come up unexpectedly um, that wouldn't necessarily be something that you would want to happen. Whereas, you know, on a day where I'm feeling like bright and upbeat, like today, you know, um, on days like this, I feel that, you know, more opportunities and more positive things come into my life. So when it comes to the law of attraction, I felt if I had, if I got to a place where I was focusing on the positive aspects of selling the house and, you know, what that was going to do for me and, you know, the things that it would free me up from, like the financial responsibility and not being stuck living or taking care of a house that had so many memories of my mother. Not that memories of my mother was a bad thing, but, you know, when you're trying to heal from a loss, it, it, it can be, you know, something that kind of hinders you from moving forward with your life. So by getting to an upbeat place and focusing on that, um, you know, that definitely helped impact, at least I think so, <laughs> my ability to sell the house a lot quicker. I started putting my energy into affirmations and, you know, writing down uh, what I wanted to happen, like scripting um, and just doing those things and even using astrology, you know, working with astrology and like the phases of the moon and the planets and stuff. I feel like that had a great impact on the positive outcome that I was able to manifest, which was selling my house in a very short amount of time. Mm -hmm. I agree with everything you're saying, and I, I pretty much live everything you're saying, too. I'm a big <laughs> fan of positive affirmations. I have them posted around, and I've, I've also found that gratitude and asking for help are two other things that um, one shouldn't be afraid to do to create a positive outcome. Oh, yes, I absolutely agree. This should work for everything, not just selling a house, right? Oh, yes. I use it for pretty much everything you can think of. I actually, I used it very heavily um, years ago when I was trying to get um, a very sought-after position um, in the state of New Jersey. I, was, uh, I wanted a job in Child Protective Services, um, and I used to do vis visualizations every single day. I would visualize myself like getting the job. I would visualize myself getting the email saying, okay, you know, um, you've got an interview and I, I did actually manifest that position. I did. So, um, I took a lot of things that I had used in the past and then newer things that I was discovering from reading articles and watching YouTube videos. And I just kind of combined them all together, um, for this particular thing that I wanted to manifest, but you could use the law of attraction for anything. In fact, I've even said that, you know, my book, while it's targeted for selling the house. You can also use the same tips for buying a house mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And the workbook section, explain how that works. Ah, yes, the workbook section. I wanted to give people a chance to do the same things that I did. Now, again, n not everything may work for someone or they may not feel comfortable doing some of the exercises in the book, and that's totally fine. That's why I give a variety of different things. But I at least wanted people to have the option to see what I did, um, you know, in conjunction with all the other things, you know, like the, the cleaning up and the decluttering and stuff. So, you know, some of my favorite things that I did was um, the affirmations, absolutely, um, just speaking what I wanted to happen and acting like it already happened. I, I legit 
would go through every day and act like my house was already sold. And it wasn't easy in the beginning, not by any means, but the more that I did it, it became like second nature to me, you know? So in my mind, you know, I kept saying throughout the whole time, like, I don't think my house is going to take long to sell. I think it's going to sell really quickly. Um, and a lot of people did actually agree with me, you know? So, um, just getting that positive feedback and, you know, putting it out there every day definitely helped as well as, um, the scripting, the scripting was fun for me because I am a writer as well. So anything that I can do that involves writing, um, I'm all for it. And, you know, the scripting really goes well in conjunction with the affirmations, you know, what you're speaking, you can also write it down as well. So I was writing down, um, you know, I'm so happy that the house sold. I got the amount that I wanted. Um, and not even just scripting, but if you want to get even more specific, I also did the five by 55 method, which is basically using one phrase and you're writing it out 55 times for five days in a row. So I would, you know, set aside time in my day when I knew that I was going to do that method. I would put on some relaxing um, music in the background and I would just, you know, get myself to a really happy vibration, you know, high vibrational point and just write out um, and also visualize while I was doing it. It was like, you know, I was doing both at the same time. I would write out what I wanted to manifest, um, you know, and I did, I would do that, you know, for five days in a row and sometimes take a break, you know, because sometimes, um, especially if you're working full time and you have other things going on, it can be a little draining sometimes to do the five by 55 method. So I would do it for like five days and then take a break, you know, and then come up with another fake freeze and then do it again like a week or two later. Right, right. Kind of creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. Yep. As you're saying that, I'm laughing to myself because when I was in sixth grade, a sixth grade teacher must have known about this 555 because, and I must have been a bad kid too, because, um, oh, no. <laughs> well, not really bad, but if you turn around in class or if you didn't dress for the weather or if you were chewing gum, he would make you write 55 times. I will dress for the weather. I will dress for the weather, or I will not chew gum in class, or I will not talk in class. So I used to head it off at the pass and I would, when in my spare time, I would just create sheets of paper that just said, I will not, I will not, I will not. And then whenever I got in trouble, I just filled in the blanks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Wow. So it obviously worked. I don't chew gum in class. I don't turn around in class. <laughs> that's, that's very interesting that he would even choose the number 55. Yes. Wow. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Well, my name was always on the board with the 55 times. So um, <laughs> now I know where he got that. I never knew. And I'm imagining that uh, he, he thought maybe I was going to, you know, all these affirmations would eventually click in and I would stop talking in class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, at least you, you know, at least it helped somewhat. <laughs> it may not have helped your hand at the time. No. You know. Ah, great story. Well, my friend, I want to make sure that we're um, not missing anything that you wanted to talk about. Anything else that you think we should share today? I mean, just writing the book was a great experience. You know, it was very cathartic for me. Um, you know, whenever I write a book, I 
at least so far, <laughs> I've always put my mother as the dedication because she was a huge um, inspiration for me. She taught me how to read at a very young age, and she used to read to me as well. So um, she instilled in me the love of reading and writing. Aww, all thanks that. to her. <laughs> and she gave me my first journal. She did. Oh. I was about seven years old. So. Oh, such an important mom. Our moms are so important, aren't they? Very much so. Very, very much so. So what's next? What are you working on now? I am. I, I actually need to get started on my outline. I did, I do like two different outlines. I do like a loose one, you know, like very informal. And then I'll do a more structured outline where I legit will write down the titles of every section, what's going to go there. And yeah, I try to make it as simple as possible for myself because in the end, when I finally sit down to write it, both outlines help tremendously. Mm -hmm. They really do. And my next series, it's, it's more personal. I don't want to talk about like what the topic is going to be, but it's definitely the way that I have it set up. It's going to be three books. Okay. So this is going to be my first like little mini series <laughs> that's coming up. Right. Um, but it is definitely going to focus on something that I'm going through personally right now. Um, and I definitely feel like it will be very helpful and beneficial to the readers. And to you too. Anytime you write about what's going on in your life, you use the word cathartic. And I think writing is extremely cathartic. So we will just hang on until you decide to share this with <laughs> us again. <laughs> Meantime, though, where can folks go to find out more about you and to purchase both of your current books? Okay, well, I do have my own website, which is HTTP, um, that little lovely colon, <laughs> forward slash, forward slash, and it should be MikaMurray.com, which is M-I-K-A-M-U-R-R-A-Y.com. Um, that's my own personal writing website. And they can also go to Amazon.com because that's where my books are available for purchase. Right. Excellent. The first book that Mika wrote is titled Crying, Learning, and Laughing, Why Students Visit the Teen Center, and the one we highlighted today from Grunt Work to Light Work, A Homeowner's Guide to Attracting Buyers, both at Amazon and at her website, MikaMurray.com. What a special conversation this was. I'm so happy that we had this time together, and I've, I've been enlightened in many respects here today, so thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Anytime. Anytime. 